Hello there, and thank you for joining us in HearthCast, episode number 220 for Patch 5.4. Our topic for this episode is getting to know the WoW universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root, and I play a Goblin Warlock. And this is Freckleface, and I play a Goblin Hunter. We are a podcast covering the World of Warcraft universe. Coming up in episode number 220 of HearthCast, we have an Android app that lets you do some WoW reading. We have strategies for the Lore Master achievement. And stay tuned for Aspect of the Daddy after the show. We have an app that lets your toddler explore their creative side. So rude. Say, Freckleface. What's new with you? Oh, man. You know, it's kind of weird week. Weird week. A weird week. So I was working on Dark Rose, trying to get him through uh, all Your the LFRs. Druid, yeah, of course. Druid, yeah. yeah. On the lion side. And I got him into um, part three, you know, of where you fight the big uh, dinosaur at the end. Part three of what? Uh, a Siege of Orgrimmar. Oh, okay. Thok. <laughs> yeah, Thok. Yeah. And, um,. You know, the first couple of parts of that weren't too bad until we got to Thok, and then just people couldn't understand, you know, basic mechanics. Like He's kind of difficult, you know. He's one of those bosses, if you do all the mechanics right, he's easy. Right. But, right. yeah, try to get that in LFR, and uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it was a little bit of a challenge, but we got through it, right? So I was like, yay, now I can queue up for part four. So that is, you know, that's the, the undertow, bog, whatever. Underhold. That's the one. <laughs> and uh, so I queue up for that. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this done. This is going to be awesome. And I get a whisper from the guild leader that Dark Roast, the guild Dark Roast is in. He's like, hey, you want to come do flex with us? I was like, you know, probably not. You know, just, I'm just going to be happy getting through LFR. I, I haven't done anything with my gear. I'm not gemmed, enchanted, nothing. He's like, well, go gem, enchant, and reforge, and, and you have a spot on, on in LFR or in our flex with us. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I really don't really know really exactly how to play this. I'm just kind of keyboard mashing, you know, face rolling things. Sure. He's like, yeah, that, you know, that's cool. We got you. So I was trying to make excuses not to go with flex, <laughs> and the guy kept just like, no, 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 it's fine. So I, I take uh, Dark Roast, and I gym, enchant, reforge, uh, what else did I do, of uh, Valor Boost, you know, spent 4,000 gold, all, all of my gold. That's all I had on him at the time. I was down to 23, so I actually had a little more gold. <laughs> I had 23 gold. Uh, and I was just like, wow, that's, uh, that's... In fact, I couldn't buy all my all my, all my my enchants. I was missing some enchants. And I got there, and they're like, well, they're like, you almost got everything done. I was like, well, I, I ran out of gold. And, and then they're like, well, why don't you just take the stuff out of the guild bank? And I was like, well, because I just used the Ask Mr. Robot add-on. <laughs> and I was just... Set your shopping list. And yeah. Not, yeah. It, was, it was just like, click, click, done. You know? And... and uh, <laughs> So he's like, all right, well, here. And he dropped a, a guild bank, and I got the rest of my um, uh, enchants from, oh, from nice. the guild bank. Uh-huh. And, you know, you know, I actually did better than some of the guys, people in there doing DPS. Okay, so, good deal. Yeah, and I got some pointers, you know, because there was one thing I really wasn't doing because I didn't really know about it. <laughs> you know, I kind of read about it one time on Noxic, and that was about it. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was good. It was good. It was fun. So that that was you know raiding with the uh, with Dark Rose melee DPS. So I don't know if you call it King Call Flex real raiding. I don't think so. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I close enough raided there. All right. How about you? What's going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft? So the past week I've been kind of focusing on getting my husband to not unsubscribe again from WoW. He has basically been off and on, I want to say ever since Cataclysm. Yeah, he's been doing it a lot. Yeah. And uh, he got persuaded to come back in through a work friend. And then a couple weeks later, he was just really mad because his work friend was not playing the way that he thought they were going to be playing together. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. So he and I started uh, doing some dungeons together. And we were we were a little bit of difference in level. And then I uh, worked on my own, tried to get... You know, that, that level up even again. So we're both 71. 
And it was kind of odd, this conversation that we had, because, you know, I don't like to play really so much on the weekdays anymore. Well, I didn't know that, actually. Like, I play Hearthstone, you know, but, like, I I don't really play much during the week. I, I kind of save it all for maybe Saturdays and Sundays. Are you a weekend warrior now? I kind of am. Yeah. Um, so we're having this conversation about, like, basically, if he's going to say subscribed, he doesn't want to play alone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we have to play together, and we have to play frequently enough to make it worth it for him. Sure. But then I suggested, I was like, well, what if we just, you know, log in once a day, we can do a dungeon, and that'll be good. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> 30 minutes a day, he's like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, we had this, like, long, drawn-out conversation about how much WoW we were going to play together. Oh, okay. It's... All right. So, it's it odd, but at the same time, it was good, you know, because... He was telling me that even though we're in different rooms, he just he has more fun when we're playing together than when he's playing alone. Oh, well, sure. I can see that. Just fine. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to keep Elise active enough. And that's on my Warlock, Malaria. Malaria. Which I had been leveling up in our kind of local-ish guild. Except nobody plays in the guild anymore. I've been... I log on and I check the, the login, see the last time people logged in. And Is that the Florida one? Yeah. yeah. The one I left? Yeah, and it's been four days like yeah. for everybody else. You're like, so. why did you leave? I'm like, because those kills is dead. <laughs> that one? Well, at the same time, it doesn't like really matter because he's over on a different guild. Yeah, or a different true. realm. We still yeah. play together. It don't matter. So it doesn't bother me. He was kind of driving him nuts when we first started because whenever he went into a dungeon, he would say, hi guys, what's going on? In party chat. Nobody responds to that. Well, here's the thing. Now they made it two separate chats. There's party chat, which is basically me and him. We are a uh, party. Yeah, and then slash I for the instance chat. And there's chat. instance. Yeah. So I told him about three times, stop saying stuff in party chat, because he would say, you know, hey guys, what's going on? And thanks for the group at the end of it. And finally he's like, that's an add-on. I have no idea which add-on it is. I can't figure it out. But one of them is making me go all like, what's up, everybody? Oh, he weird. has an add-on that yeah, says that. Yeah, he has an add-on. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. And obviously it's an outdated add-on since it's posting stuff in Party. In party. So, <laughs> it's kind of odd. That's a weird add-on. Yeah, it is. I'm thinking it might be something like Guild Greet. You know, like we used to have that? Like yeah, Like yeah. somebody had an yeah. achievement, we're like, grats. Um, but... It might just be just one of those features that's kind of tucked into another unrelated add-on that you just can't figure out what it is. That's funny. Yeah. So that kind of annoys me when we group together. But <laughs> Quit being so nice to people. It's not me. It's an add-on. Because oh, he's okay. not normally nice to people <laughs> online. So it's like an odd. <laughs> Why are you being nice? That's not, just not like you. It's it's really not. Not in WoW. <laughs> And hey, you know, loyal listeners of HearthCast may have picked up on a slight format change at the top of the show. Blizzard has continued to expand where we find our WoW characters, what they do, and how we interact with them. We simply decided to follow our love of the World of Warcraft universe and expand our show a bit more to cover the things we do. We have a whisper here from Rohane, and this is addressed to you, Brute, who says you recently mentioned wanting to bring your WoW tune into the Heroes of the Storm. While I share your enthusiasm for wanting to see my beloved WoW character live out other adventures in strange new worlds, I fear you may be overlooking a very important fact about Heroes of the Storm. Seeing who you're fighting against is key to deploying a winning strategy. As you and Freckleface both play Malfurion, I know you're both playing support roles and may wish to eliminate you first. If I were to see a goblin running around, I'd have to watch their actions before knowing how to deal with them, which costs me valuable time. I do like the idea, but I think overall it would just add confusion to an already fast-paced game. On a personal note, I want to pass along my sincere thanks for making my train ride home a more pleasant one. Keep up the great work. Yeah, and that's a good point, and I had not thought of that, because... You do, because I do the same thing. If I see another Malfurion, I know exactly what that guy's doing. It's Malfurion. He's going to be healing people. Sure. Take the healer out. You know, root him, do whatever. And I hadn't thought of that. I really hadn't. And um, 
I know I had mentioned like maybe if it's just me seeing my character, I, I might like that. But that would be a lot of work just for, you know, everybody to be able to see their own tune and from WoW or, or StarCraft or wherever in the game. If it's not affecting the gameplay, maybe that is something that somebody can write an add-on about. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. I'd pay. That's all I'm saying. Is I, I would. would. I, I'd pay. Yeah. Okay. And the, and the skins aren't. I mean, some of them are like seventeen bucks. I'd probably pay twenty bucks to get my root skin in. Would there. you? As long as it was updated. You know, update like, regularly with your new gear. Yeah, if I go get a new piece of gear, then it should you know, it should update over there. But that's you know that's that's just where it's at. But we thank you for the email, Rohane, and that is a good point that I had not considered. So thank you. Getting to know the WoW universe. Blizzard originally formed on February 8, 1991, with a company named Silicone and Synapse. Over the years, much has changed within the company, but one thing that has remained constant is that the universe of excellent games they continue to bring us never wavers. In this episode, we're going to focus on the World of Warcraft universe, a universe that is ever-expanding and contains a whole lot more than just a 3D game we all love. Starting off here, we're going to look at the electronic or computer games. Yeah, we like we said, this started back in 1991, and this really wasn't even World of Warcraft back then. They did other games. They're doing games for for other people and 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 baseball games and stuff. It was really weird. But let's look at Warcraft. Warcraft one, Warcraft two, Warcraft three. All of these kind of introduced the story that we're all going through. Warcraft 1 brought the basic conflict between the orcs and humans. Warcraft 2 expanded that beyond Azeroth. It included Loradon and Chasmodon. It brought in dwarves, high elves, trolls, goblins. brought in the Burning Legion. All these were, were introduced as new characters. Warcraft 3 again brought in more people. brought in Kalimdor, Northern, Outland. It started dealing with the backstory of Azeroth. And then, when you introduce the World of Warcraft, we kind of get to relive all of that. Usually pretty much World, uh, Warcraft 2 and 3. But we get to relive it all. And we get to be part of that that history and part of that lore and experience it firsthand as characters. They introduce new creatures. They introduce more lore. They introduce new characters we get to interact with. We see lineage continue to expand. We get to meet characters like Garage Hellscream. We get to interact with Thrall and Agra and see them raise a family. You know, we get to be part of this this expanding universe in this game. More recently, they brought out Hearthstone. Now, one of the things about Hearthstone I want you to pay attention to is the game's not just Hearthstone. The game is Hearthstone Heroes of Warcraft, which to me means pretty soon we're going to have Hearthstone Heroes of, insert Blizzard game here, Starcraft. Ooh, I hadn't thought of that. Sure. Why else put a colon past the game? I mean, <laughs> Colons are important. Yeah. <laughs> but in Heroes of Warcraft, that's where we get to see our tunes with the lore that they have and the personas that they have and the spells and everything else that they get to do. We get to interact with them in a different environment, which is really, really cool. But it's not just about the computer games. There are apps as well that we can get for our phones, both official and unofficial apps. Officially, we have the WoW Armory, and that's kind of cool. We all know about that. You can get on there. You can check your stats out. You can go to the uh, mobile auction house, and you can buy and sell stuff. To me, the mobile armory is still the fastest way to do a, a neutral auction house flip. I love going over to uh, my race's uh, auction house and buying a pet for, like, next to nothing. Like, a okay, horde. You can find a cockroach for, like, nothing, right? Sure. You buy the cockroach and you take it over to the neutral auction house and it sells for like, you know, twice, ten times the amount or whatever it is. It's still a very fast way. If you were in real game, you have to travel quite a far bit to get the neutral it's auction house. Cheering, yeah. If you're in the remote app, you just you click a button and you're there, two clicks away at most. Of course, there's also the Battle.net Authenticator, which everybody should have. You know, I saw a key fob when we're doing that Hearthstone event. Someone pulled out the little key fob. I'm like, this thing still works? <laughs> they still support that? That's interesting. And there are a plethora of unofficial World of Warcraft applications or apps for your phone or your you know, tablet. There's stuff that has WoW trivia in it, WoW jokes, WoW wallpaper. Soundboards. Oh, yeah, the soundboards. 
You can also get trivia games and leveling guides and fun facts. There's You can even, well, I wouldn't recommend it, but there's an app that says you can play World of Warcraft remotely from your phone. Hmm. A little bit of a stretch. Yeah. But it's there. Add-ons. Man, see, this is one of the things that I think just makes World of Warcraft one of the most successful games that it is. It's the fact that Blizzard allows developers to make things that enhance their game. Now, of course, there are limits to what you know add-on developers can do. And if things kind of go too far, even though Blizzard wasn't intending it, they may, you know, tone that down a bit. But there are so, so many. Thousands and thousands. Now, here's a weird thing about the add-ons. There may be thousands and thousands of them, but pretty much it's like 20 that everybody uses. And there's really the one that's, like, crucial... <laughs> Which is Deadly Boss Mobs. For you. But you may have something else for somebody else who plays a different, completely different way. Okay. What? Well, I mean, there are several that are crucial to me. But there's only one that people will kick you out of a group for not All having. Right, okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> Freckleface, did you know there are board games for World of Warcraft? I did. There's World of Warcraft Monopoly. Did you know that? I did. I did not until today. Really? And then I ordered it immediately. It'll nice. be via Amazon and it'll be at my uh-huh. house uh, in like two days because I got it on Prime. Yeah, Monopoly gets here Saturday. Uh, I think I know what I'm doing Saturday night. I think I'm playing some Monopoly. With the fam. With the fam. Yeah. And what better way to get me to play Monopoly than have World of Warcraft? You know exactly. What? We play Star Wars Monopoly now. It's not that big of a stretch to go World of Warcraft Monopoly. Sure. I just want, you know, is it, is it gold, silver, and platter, or gold, silver, copper? What's the what's the current? I'm just, oh, oh, so many questions. I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll let you know next week. There is World of Warcraft Trivial Pursuit. Did you know that? I do now. You do now, because at my birthday party that the WoW Meetup Group here in Orlando had for me, thank you guys, one of our members, Richard, gifted me two things. Number one was the World of Warcraft True Pursuit Edition. Which is awesome. It is, and it's got little murlocs and characters in it and stuff. And number two, the handkerchief that he wrapped it in. That was very sweet. Yeah. yeah. I used it that night. Did you? Yeah, to wipe the sweat of my brow. <laughs> There's also uh, what's called WoW the Board Game. Well, the board game is kind of cool in the fact that, you know, you you play a character. It's like you play one of nine characters. You move around and you have quests and fights to do. And they have expansions with this. They have, like, the Burning Crusade expansion. So they were going down this route. Do you know one of these WoW board game editions in mint condition goes for over $1,000 on Amazon? What? <laughs> is it being sold for that much? Or yes. Just listed that They're much? being sold for that much. Wow. They are collector's items. And there's also one that's called WoW the Adventure Game, which they have character sets you can t- you can purchase. Like, that's their expansion. You go get new heroes to run around with. You You go to the store and you buy a hero. You take the hero home and play, play the game with that hero. I do think we're not going to see a whole lot more of these, uh, you know, physical board games anymore now, now that we have tablets and Hearthstone. <laughs> I, I just don't see people... I almost, freckle-faced, see people sitting around a table with tablets playing Hearthstone. I can see that. Yeah, it could happen. Board games are like the thing you do when the power goes out. There you go. And that's pretty much it. I thought that was what a deck of cards and candles were for. Ah. Books, freckle-faced. There are books for World of Warcraft. Tons of books. There are manga for World of Warcraft. There are comic books for World of Warcraft. You know, it was funny about the manga. I was in a bookstore one time years ago when you and I had first just talked about each other playing World of Warcraft. And there was some manga there. And so I bought some of those manga for you and your husband. But I got like episodes 2, 3, and 17. Yeah, it's kind of odd. <laughs> I just bought what they had. I didn't. <laughs> I figured you could fill in the blanks. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> There are also some uh, comic books from World of Warcraft. Plenty of uh, short stories that you can find in the game and on the uh, Blizzard's website. Plenty of fan fiction, tons of fan fiction. Oh, yeah. Some not-so-good fan fiction. Not-so-appropriate. Yeah, some really interesting uh, concepts of fan fiction. 
And, of course, uh, we have the novels, which we have an ever-expanding library here at the Excellence in Podcast Studios, um, primarily con- uh, composed of Christy Golden novels, but some, some others. It's a mix. The latest, of course, being War Crimes, which we will be talking about next week. Spoiler alerts. If you, if you have time now, finish it, because that's what we're going to be talking about next week. For for me, any of the uh, canon books, books that are considered canon, whether it be comic books, manga, or the novels, I like reading those because it helps me better understand what's going on in the environment around me. Because what you find is there are events that happen in game that are related straight to those books and vice versa events that happen in the books that are pulled right out of the game. And for those of you who haven't read any of the books, I highly encourage you to do so. What you can do, your very first step is going to be uh, to head over to wowinsider.com and Ann Stickney has done a fantastic job of putting together the books in the order that you should read them to understand what's going on. So go grab those books. You can get them on your Kindle. You can get them in a hardback like we have here at the studio or whatever you want to do. But read and understand. what I mean, it is fantastic. It, it, it just brings you so much closer to the game that we all play. So I highly recommend doing that. There are what I call unofficial resources, places that I go to that I just simply really wouldn't want to do without. Some of the big ones for me are Ask Mr. Robot, which we know is going to undergo some changes here in the next expansion since, you know, reforging and gymming and enchanting, you know, all that stuff's changing drastically. So we know Ask Mr. Robot is going to go through some changes, but, you know, they've been through changes before. And they've got the Robo Council and some other fantastic tools. So they're still very high on my list of places to go. Of course, Curse.com, you know, I'm there daily making sure I've got my latest add-ons. Of course, you know, mine does it for me because I'm lazy. So, Freck, the other day I was awake at 3 a.m. Ooh, why? Yeah, just because. Okay. <laughs> and, and I was in front of my computer at 3 a.m. Uh, working on a report. And I noticed very quickly a window popped up and went away. I was like, well, what was that? And so I went and I checked my scheduled tasks on my computer. And there's a task at 3 a.m. Like, what is this? And then I remembered that I created a task at 3 a.m. that goes out and wipes out my rare spawns notifications. So it cleans that cache out at 3 a.m. Because if you remember, it's an add-on that tells you where the rare spawns are. But if you have a cached copy, then it may not alert you properly. Oh, that's right. So at 3 a.m. daily, I have something that goes in and removes my cache of my my uh, my rare spawn. So I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then I started playing well and didn't finish my report till later. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I've mentioned them before here on the show. Lots of times you're probably sick of hearing me talk about them, but wow, auction. I'm there almost daily to checking out the prices and stuff that I want to flip. I could not make a, a, a an informed decision well enough uh, without their resource. Wowhead, my goodness. These guys deserve, like, awards and accolades for the amount of information they get and present to people. And I understand a lot of it is community-driven, and I appreciate that a lot of that is community-driven. But a lot of that is just those guys doing a lot of hard work, and I really, really appreciate them. Another thing that I consider part of the Wow universe that may be a little detached, but not so far, are fan sites and podcasts. Video blogs, the stuff that we create because we just love this game. The stuff that the community brings and expands upon the game and brings insights. And yeah, sometimes they bring strats and ideas that Blizzard didn't intend, but Blizzard has already stated that they love that. They love that thing, that, that the angle that the community brings to it. They love to see that. And there are, man, there are countless of them. Some crop up on a daily basis, some fade away every day, but... All in all, I mean, it's just it's just a great community to be part of. The World of Warcraft is arguably one of the most successful game franchises in history. The love that a lot of people have for this game compels them to create solutions that expand the WoW universe. Luckily for us, Blizzard themselves recognizes the importance of what their fan base can do for them and, albeit limited, allows people access to a lot of their game data. That access enables people to create services, websites, applications, and other tools to continue to grow the WoW universe. 
So, Freck and our listeners, for us moving forward, we are going to cover a little more of the This Wow universe that we all love. For 219 episodes, we've all been about the casual World of Warcraft player. And it's time for us to grow along with Blizzard a little bit here. To expand to talk about Hearthstone and the board games and everything else we do. The novels. Yeah, the novels. That's coming up next episode, 221. And even Heroes of the Storm, as we both get in more into that. But we can only talk about the WoW characters in oh, there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so right now we can talk. Well, there's a lot of them. There's there Arthas, are. There's, sure. Yeah, there's, you know, uh, uh, Lee, Lee Lee's in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But we can only play the WoW characters. <laughs> you have to do Fair the, enough. You have to do the tutorial with the guy from StarCraft. But uh-huh. once you know that, I'm like, nah, give me a WoW character. <laughs> So yeah, just folks, just remember that this WoW universe that we all part of, we all live in, is here for us to enjoy and more so than that, to contribute to. So we invite you to grow along with us. This week's add-on spotlight. Well, this isn't really uh, an add-on per se, but you did mention in our main content about uh, apps for your phone. And I found a good one for Android, at least. It's called um, Books of Wow. Books of Wow. Yes. All right. It does one simple thing. It provides a readable collection of the books spread out through Azeroth. So when you're questing or in dungeons, sometimes you'll see a bookshelf, or sometimes it's just sitting on the floor, um, things that you can read um, as you're exploring. You can, you know, read a, a write-up of a historical event that's kind of phrased like a textbook. Um, you can sneak a peek into someone's journal. You can even examine an old receipt. Oh, yeah. There's lots of things in the game that you can read, but sometimes when you're pressed for time, you might not get a chance to sit down and write, you know, read this five-page long book when you're in a dungeon. So what this add-on does is just, it's got everything listed in alphabetical order. You just open up and you can read it. The only thing that's kind of missing is context, the way that you would get in the game. Well, yeah. You know, kind of, you know, if you're reading something in the shrine, it kind of gives you a different expectation than picking something up in Karazhan. Along those lines, and I, I I have seen this app, but I have not gotten it, but I have seen it, but I'm not much of a reader. I usually find books and send them to you. Right. I love what Blizzard has done this expansion. Where, yeah, you go around to the different places in Mr. Pandaria and you achieve, you know, this part, you're on this part, you've done this part, and you there's like the blue haze around the items that you click on to get the artifacts. The thing I love about that is it takes you back to Laura Walker Cho, who then tells you this visual story and does that, that the whole screenplay, so to speak. Yes. After you found all the artifacts, I love that. Yeah. I do. It's it because it, that's I'm not going to read. You know, there's something blue and sparkly. I'll, I'll click on that. And you know, that's how most people are in the game. Even with that, um, the artifact thing, people came out with these guides and these add-ons. That's what I did. That you just kind of ran around in a circle and found everything as fast as possible yeah. so you could get them out. That's exactly what I did. And yeah, I said even back in the day, I was like, that was a mistake to reward or amount for that because now people are just going to not read and just do what they have to do as fast as they can to get them out rather than it being an actual reward for taking your time and exploring. But see, here's my thing. When I use my phone for games, I'm looking for something that just kind of entertains me for a minute or two. True. You know? That's me. You're sitting down waiting, you're in between doing stuff, or you just kind of, you know, procrastinating for a couple minutes, whatever reason. Like, I'm not really looking for an involved game on my phone. Right. I want something three minutes. Exactly. And this this does that. I mean, it's not a game per se, but, you know, some of them take 10 seconds, 30 seconds to read, you know, so you keep it on your home screen. You got a few minutes to kill, you know, read a couple of things, and they're some of them are pretty funny. There's one that an ogre wrote, and um, it, it made me laugh a lot because it's called an exotic cookbook. Um, it's how to serve man, and the contents of it were a five-step process. And it said, uh, step one, get one or eight man. Two, hit man hard. Three, hit man more. 
Four, put man in fire. Five, eat man. Not one. much subtlety to that recipe, is there? I just like the one or eight. There's like nothing in between. You get one or eight. You know, you either hungry or real hungry. You know, <laughs> you know that, that's a question. Are you hungry or are you hungry? Because there's two different things. You can be hungry. That's that's one man. This is true. But if you're hungry, then that's eight man. <laughs> and I like how it's eight man, not eight men. Well, what you're touching on that is something I'm going to send in as a feedback to um, the add-on author because, or the app author, I should say. Because it does not list that book is a lootable book. True. I, as a rogue, I have uh, pickpocketed that. Oh, congratulations! Um, and they they are missing the, the steamy romance novels. Oh, those those are, are hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read those. I've gotten those. I just sent them to you. I know you just sent so. them to me. Um, but there's so much in there. I mean, I don't know. I've read some. What you know, in Strangothorn Vale? That's when I used to read it because you had to get the the pages of the green Green Hills of Strangothorn. Yeah, yeah, that. So those those I would read because it was like you had to get like twenty pages of that stupid thing to finish that quest. For example, you can read something called Attention Geist, which is written by Instructor Razuvius, which is the first boss in the military quarter in Nax. I warned a lot of you that the next campaign on which I spent more time. Cleaning my boots, then kicking infants, heads would roll. Dung cleanup shifts are henceforth doubled in length and number for all geist. Mean? Yeah. So in other words, clean up more poop. <laughs> Thank you for summarizing. That, uh, <laughs> no problem. I figured it needed it. <laughs> <laughs> Could have gone all show without that summarization. <laughs> well, we did it. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's a fun app, and you know, like like we said, you got a few extra minutes. Open it up, read it a little bit. It's entertaining. Yeah, you can read about poop quests on your personal poop quests. Sure, sure. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked. Let's get some stuff done. All right, Laura Walker Quest. Yeah, Lore Walker. Or Achievement, I should say. Now, I kind of realized that I've been doing it slightly wrong. What? Okay, it's kind of odd. You know, the Lore Master Achievement is really just a collection of other achievements, if you will. So to get the title and the tabard, you need to do six separate achievements. Um, Lore Master of Eastern Kingdoms, Kalimdor, Outland, Northrend, Cataclysm, and Pandaria. To get each of those achievements, what you need to do is complete a certain number of quests in zones in those regions or continents. Now, here's the thing. Achievements are account-bound except when they're not. (laughs) Wait, what? Achievements are account-bound except when they're not. That's basically the conclusion that I've come to with how sometimes this thing is working, right? Because... I was working on Kalimdor, and I was looking at my list, and it's a fresh tune, so obviously the ones that I've already done a few years ago, I don't have credit for on that achievement, right? But I would go under Lore Master of Kalimdor, and it would show several things checked off. But when I hovered over it, it would say completed in 2011. Well, that tune wasn't around in 2011, so obviously it was done a different tune. True. Um, and then there was some others that we would show as not completed, but when I hovered over it, it would say complete in 2011. What gives? So here's what I've pieced together. To get an achievement for a zone, you have to do all the quests on one tune. Okay? Okay. If the zone requires you to do 45 quests, you can't do you know 30 over on one tune and 15 over another tune. It has to be one zone, one tune. Okay, to be able to go one step up and get the achievement for lore master of that continent, as in calendar Eastern Kingdoms, etc., you have to do that all on the same faction. Mm. Okay, so that's what my issue was: is that I was doing lore master of calendar, and I had credit on my horde tune. For Stonetown Mountains, but it wasn't counting. 
because you have to do each continent, you have to do it all in the same faction. Once you get that lore master of Calendar Eastern Kingdoms Outlands that for the continent, that specific achievement is account wide. And you'll you'll see that it's blue when you open up your achievements log. You're at the top and it says recent qu- recent achievements. It'll be in blue if it's account wide. Yeah, that's correct. So those count and then once you have all of those continents together, regardless of what tune you do it on in your account, then it counts toward the final meta achievement, lore master achievement. So basically you have to do it all on one character for each zone and you have to do it all in one faction for each continent which can make it a little tricky if you've been playing both sides and you've gotten some done on one side and some different ones on the other side it doesn't necessarily all come together and that's just kind of the way the achievements work i mean the description account wide achievements obviously would just not it's not a great description of how it actually works yeah you know like you said account wide when they want it to be unless they're not right in which case right yeah you know and it Something similar that happens, um, you know, I I took my hunter, my goblin hunter, through all of the legendary quests to get her cloak. And then I started on my uh, alliance tune. And I looked on her achievements, and she has every achievement for the legendary cloak except for 5.1. Basically, for the one where you're the change of command, the one where you're killing the opposite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you need to go in the opposite base. Yes. So that one didn't carry over, Ooh. but the rest of them did. That's weird. It is weird, and I think it's because probably the experience is different. Yeah. And I get it that they're, they're they're trying to, you know, not give you credit for something that you didn't actually do. Well, the whole the whole account wide thing is still so iffy. It is. You remember it the is. issues we had when we transferred from Alliance to Horde? Oh, yes. Very and, odd. And Yeah, we're, it was during uh, Cataclysm. We had all those portals up there in uh, in now, First Stormwind, now um, Orgrimmar. Orgrimmar. And I went to them, and they're all closed. And I'm like, no, I, I've, I've done all this. And I actually called Blizzard Tech Support, and I'm like, I've done all this. And the guy's like, well, n- not on this route. Root the Goblin has Yeah, Root the Goblin has not done this. I'm like, but I've done this. I do not want to do this again. And they actually opened them up for me. So that Well, was what did you tell them that changed your mind? I linked my mount, my seahorse, for one. Sure. For, from uh, uh, Vashir. Yeah, the Abyssal Seahorse. Yeah, the Abyssal Seahorse. And then I linked some achievements from other places. Yeah, I proved that I've, yeah, I've done this. Yeah, it's like, I haven't been there. How did I get these? Right. Here's Root. He's done this. No, but not, not you. No, no, no. This Root. Me. You know, bring the player. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, and then, like I said, the guy unlocked. So that was cool. But, yeah, man, it's just so weird. Yeah. You know, you might be able to get that kind of stuff re- resolved with a call to Blizzard. You might. But at the same time, I mean, I haven't tested enough. It may be that it's just the Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor that... Uh, requires it separately because those quests are very different depending on which side you are. That's true. You know, you go to Outlands, uh, there's a few that are different, but for the most part, they're going to be pretty much the same, no matter what faction you're in. Even if they're given by different quest givers and have different turn endpoints, they are, for the most part, the same quest. So that might just be their way of wanting you to experience it on both factions before giving you complete credit. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I can see that. I can yeah. agree with that. So while we're kind of on the subject, I know you were doing Lore Master on your Iron or, or Iron whatever Iron. I frack. named Iron Frack. Yes. Yeah, I know that, but I was trying to think of the Iron Man achievement. Is what I was yes. trying to think of. Yes. Um, I know. I, I know. We we lost Iron Frack. We did. God rest her soul. Thank you. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, and I know you were considering possibly doing again with a little bit of modifications. To... Yeah, I'm still thinking about it. To well, be honest, wasn't Cannon Face your husband? Wasn't he doing part of it, or was he just commenting he, on what you were doing? He was thinking about it, mm. and actually, I think he might have started one and then got up to the point where he just he was like, "No, this is stupid. It's too hard." Because he was the one that was telling me that you know he's kind of analyzed it and decided that there's really only a couple of classes you can play. And everything else, you're you're so kind of gear dependent. Mm-hmm. So he started, and he got 
and it gets tired and frustrated and it's like, oh, it's way too tedious. Yeah. Yeah. See that. Yeah. And if you had nothing but time on your hands, and yes, right. you do, but if, if you're trying to, like, he just came back. He doesn't want to be doing that. He doesn't want to be doing that. Waste of time. And he's one of these people that is playing a new MMO like every other week. No, it's crazy. And since you, there's one of the rules you can't group together. Of course, yeah. we're going to modify it. You know, I mean, that could be an occasion, you know, group together. But since it's supposed to be something you do on your own, he's really looking to play with other people. I don't blame him. That's that's the way to play the game. Sometimes I get, there's no other way to describe it, but but lonely. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. out there, you're like, huh, I know all these, kind of know these people in my guild, but I really know that person over there because I live with them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I can see that. Yeah. So cool. Well, keep us informed on that. Uh, that's That's really good stuff. Folks, that's about all the time we have for for episode number 220 of HearthCast. Thank you guys for listening. You know, as we said a couple times, the show, not a huge format change. Don't go all freaking out. Still HearthCast. We're still doing our thing. We're still bringing you the best content we can possibly bring you every week. But more of it. Well, yeah, and I really just kind of change in the description and kind of reflect how we've already been doing it the past few months anyways. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Talking about Hearthstone and... The books and, yeah, yeah I just kind of want to not limit ourselves to only logging in the game, and that's our only topic. So right. We have about, put the so. gavel down. We've made it official. Yep. It is what it is. So there you go. And we love you guys for, for sticking with us on this one. It's such a such a major change, freckle face. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle <laughs> it. It'll be all right. <laughs> well, it'll be okay. Tell it'll me be to, okay. Tell me to be okay. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Okay. Breathe. <sighs> <laughs> I'm hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. Don't worry, folks. Hey, you know what? If if you're unsure of this whole thing, then you can come talk to us in person on June 13th when we are over at uh, Firkin and Kegler in Oviedo, Florida, or Orlando, Florida, whichever you want to call it, same place, really, uh, for our Orlando WoW meetup group. Uh, which again, I want to thank you guys so much in the uh, in the meetup group for making my birthday so much. Special. It's one of the best birthdays I've had in years. Oh, good. Uh, Freck, your cupcakes, phenomenal. Thank you. Just got to say. Hearthstone cupcakes. Hearthstone cupcakes, which I had one. But I sent two home with you. Yeah, the they kids got those so well. fast. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, they're pictures. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we have pictures of them, but I had one. Because everybody at the table, we had a table with like 17, 20 people, something like that. I don't know what it was. A lot of people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the cupcakes went fast. It did. Yeah. yeah. That was a great a great night. I got to tell it you. It was a good night. Yeah. Whole, a great afternoon into a night. The whole, the whole experience is fantastic. A couple of people in the group, uh, they, they were fantastic hosts prior to going out to the party. Absolutely. Uh, one of those was um, was Kaylee over at the HOTS cast. That's H-O-T-S cast. Their podcast for Heroes of the Storm, you can check them out at hotscast.com. It's H-O-T-S-Cast.com, Heroes of the Storm. And a uh, cool place, man. Really cool. They got some cool cats. Those those cats, Zeus. That cat was cool. I have never seen a cat that if you smack it around, gets excited about it. <laughs> That's my kind of cat. I just want to say. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, cool cat. Plus, they got Merlikes everywhere in their, in their apartment. Y- you know... Yeah, their apartment looks like our studio, but bigger. Sure, because <laughs> it's an apartment. So that was cool. That was really, I was very appreciative of them opening the house up. That was really neat for them, and I really thank them for that. I thank everybody again for making my birthday so special. I'm old now, so I'll probably forget it in a week. But you know, just let let you know. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it before I forget it. And we are always looking for our next contestant on HearthCast AOE. It is a WoW trivia game where all the answers are numbers and you don't have to be exactly right to win. If you want to play, we just need about 20 minutes of your time between 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time on any given Thursday. And now, if you win HearthCast AOE, you will receive a key for Curse Premium. For a year. Whole year. A whole year. 12 months of that goodness. Awesome. Yeah, then you can be... As lazy as I am. But you got to win, so you better study before yeah, you come in. that's true. Yeah. Because I get you on time. If you're playing against me, I'm going to get you on time. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Because <laughs> if I don't know, I, I, I'm not going to sit around first and try to think about it. First number pops in your head. Yeah, first and boom, done. Go. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I might talk faster, freckle face. 
like to thank everybody who's following us over on Twitter, that HearthCast, or HearthCast Freck and HearthCast Root. We post a lot of stuff on there. I get a lot of feedback from people. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes I post nerdy things that I'm doing throughout the day. That's kind of that's cool. Sometimes I just uh, post a picture of my pool. I did that last week for Equiface. I did. Did you get any comments? I did. Ah. Yeah. People are jealous? Jealous. Like, I want to come and swim in that pool. Come on. Yeah. What you waiting for? Just bring Cannon face. It's really hot outside, so <laughs> well, it'd be nice. That's what the pool is for. <laughs> hot outside, cold it's in the like water. It's 94 today. I know. Ugh. Anytime you and Cannon Face want to come over, just let me know. Oh, thank you. You know, we'll you know we'll put the dog up in the the dog. It's very important. Hi, you fucking way. We'll put a dog up in the bathroom for you. He'll be all right. He'd be barking in there a little bit. He's so cute, but he just he's such a big dog and he jumps. Yeah, he's a little excitable. Yeah. My uh my my in laws were down a couple weeks ago. Uh huh. So he uh, he lived in our bedroom and our bathroom because. You know, my, my in-laws are getting up there in age. They don't want yeah, a dog. Yeah. You know, something to trip over type thing, you know. And he's like, he said, he's excitable. He thinks he's a puppy, I think. Yeah. And uh, he, by the way, he is a, 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 a boxmation. You can look that up on, on Google. Okay. Boxmation. That means he is half boxer, half Dalmatian. Which means you have all the energy, all the smarts. He's just, he's, 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 he's special. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, we, we we had him in our bedroom in, in, the, in the bathroom, in the master bedroom, master bathroom, kind of locked away, kind of, you know, secluded. Yeah, yeah. You know? First time I heard him howl. Oh, I felt so bad. <laughs> like, the dog, the dog can howl? <laughs> He's like, help me. But yeah, we'll put him up. You put him up. You just, hey, you know what? Let me know. You just come on over. Awesome. Anybody else wants to come over, just let me know. Let me know. Open up to the whole internet. Why not? Bring it over. <laughs> my wife will love it. <laughs> yeah. My daughter would think I'm crazy. Sure. My son would be cool, dad. You know? <laughs> he's, he's indifferent. Can I build a robot for him? No, just leave it. <laughs> no, really, I build a robot. No, stop. <laughs> okay, no robots. We'll just do origami. Would you stop? <laughs> That's what he do. It's true. He's weird. <laughs> he's not weird. He's cool. He is. All right. He's just like... He's chill. He's chill, yeah. He's chill. That's right. My wife, yeah, she'd probably end up going to the ER that night. <laughs> 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 Have to check herself in or something. <laughs> Little bit of nervous breakdown. Oh. Yeah, it's all right. Just the internet, you know. And folks, as we close this show, we just want to thank you for making HearthCast what it's been for the last six seasons. Thank you. You can be part of next week's show by sending us your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Send an email to podcast at hearthcast.com. You can tweet me at hearthcastfreck or root at hearthcastroot. You can like our Facebook page or even send us a voice message on hearthcast.com using SpeakPipe. No registration or installation required. A big thank you to our friends over to Open Read for everything they do. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or just drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. Hello, everybody. It's Broadway Blues with another episode of Aspect of the Daddy, where we talk about technology, toddlers, and Tylenol. Today, I'm sitting here with Caleb. Do you want to say hi? He doesn't want to say hi, but we're going to talk about one of his favorite new games, and it's called Peep in the Big Wide World, Paint Splash. Now, this is a pretty exciting game. It teaches all about colors and secondary colors and mixing colors, right? And it's fun, and it shows characters from the cartoon series that he likes so much. Here we go. It's called Paint Splat, right? Hi, Quack. Are you ready to paint? Click on a tube of paint to make Quack jump on it. Can you match this color? So this is a game that uh, the little... Robin is showing uh, orange color, and Quack has three different colors to choose from. He's got blue, yellow, and red. And you have to make Quack jump on the paint.
paint and make the color that little birdie has. Yeah, that one. So are you going to do it? Okay. Are you going to jump on yellow? <laughs> okay, so if we want to make orange, we already have yellow. So what comes next? That one, right. And nice painting. Good job. Yeah. Good color. So this game is basically uh, all about um, matching colors. And so it teaches them the color wheel and Ooh, it teaches yay. them how to uh, mix and match colors. And it starts off with the easy ones like orange and green. But if the child is doing really well, it goes on to more like off colors, like a, like a blue, blue, red, where you're making a really deep purple. And it's um, free on all the platforms. I say all the platforms, meaning iOS, Android. Um, it's even free on the web. If you go to the peep and the big wide world.com, you can play flash games in your browser. No download required. And all of this is based on peep in the big wide world, which is a, a cartoon put on by PBS. So if you haven't had uh, any experience with peep in the big wide world, it's a really funny um, educational uh, cartoon based on little birdies and what else is in peep in the web that world there's birdies what else huh yes you do is there a kitty cat no kitty cats why don't you go to the hose and make the what and make all the pink go away three two one <laughs> oh that's hilarious can you match this color Okay, guys, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Aspect of the Daddy. If you want to reach me on Twitter, I'm at Broadway Blues. On the web at aspectofthedaddy.com or shoot me an email, john at aspectofthedaddy.com. We really appreciate you listening and uh, hope to hear from you guys soon.